Amen, amen, amen. I want to look at Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Matthew chapter 1. And I just marvel at how the Spirit of God worked, how they were singing. Amen. just ties in with my sermon. If you don't have your Bible, look on with somebody. Don't trust me. Because some of y'all look like y'all been impeached. Okay, no, okay, no. All right, no. All right. But Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Uh, amen. I'm reading from the King James Version. Whatever translation you might have, let's read out together. Get a chance. Read all of chapter 1. That's why the old preacher told me when you go to a, a visiting church, you never ask the pastor uh, what he wants you to read. Because he could give you Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. <laughs> Some of y'all ain't read it. See that? All right. That's why read it. Amen. 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 But Matthew chapter 1, 18 through 25. Amen. And let's read out loud together. Listen, I don't care what the devil says. We have the victory. Amen. Amen. Right here in this book. All right. Let's start reading. Matthew chapter 1, 18 through 25. All right. I'm reading from the King James Version. Whatever translation you have, just read out loud. All right. Let's read. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thy son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. Amen. Grass withereth, the flower fade away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. I want to tag this text. I want to talk about don't get it twisted. Amen. You may be seated, look at your neighbor and say, don't get it twisted. Amen. 
Amen. Don't. For he shall save his people from their she shall bring forth a son. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Don't get it twisted. William Shakespeare said, that there is nothing in a name that arose by any other name will still smell just as sweet. Mr. Shakespeare, when it comes to Jesus, we're not talking about a smell. We are talking about a savior. When it comes to Jesus, we are not talking about a fragrance. We're talking about forgiveness. And he came to save his people from their sins. Three questions every homo sapien sooner or later must ask and answer. Number one, are you saved? Number two, who saved you? And number three, how did he do it? You see, as believers, we can't get it twisted. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a relationship. All religions, that's why some people say they laid their religion down. Well, you can lay down religion and pick it up when you want to. You can lay it down at the liquor store. You can lay it down if you got religion. See, all the religions of the world, religion is man seeking God on man's standards. So a lot of people make, they think religion is going to church. There were a lot of folks just been going to church all their lives. They had religion. They ain't had no, just going to church, being good, uh, paying their bills, mind their own business, and they think they say because, see, all religion teaches that through work-based salvation, that you got to do stuff. You, you, those folk knocking on your door, they knock, knock on your door because they have the gospel. They got to knock so many times a month. It's work-based. You got some people who teaches that you got to speak in tongues as evidence of being saved. No, that's work-based. You might speak, but that's not, that's not the requirement for salvation. There are some people teach that you got to be baptized in water. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not required to be saved. That's work-based. You know, religion teaches work. That's why people do all this stuff. They working, they working. And if you ask them if they saved, they get mad. Because Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship that we have with our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ, who is God. See, now, Jesus came, Luke 19 and 10, the Son of Man that came to seek and to save that which was lost. Don't get it twisted. An emotional experience doesn't mean you say. 
There are a lot of folks shout on Sunday morning and curse you out as soon as they get out of church. Matter of fact, some of them will curse you out in church. Amen. Amen. That's, that's, just, a, ooh, that's just a religious experience. That, that, don't mean, that, just, that don't mean you're saved. Amen. Not saying nothing don't mean you're saved. <laughs> just because you have a star on your car don't mean you're a Cowboys fan. You just could be or wearing a t-shirt. Somebody could just gave it to you and it's cold. That don't mean nothing. To be saved means that uh, you come into a personal relationship with Christ. Don't get it twisted. Don't think you're saved because you're black and broke and us had it hard. Everybody had it hard. That's not salvation. Don't get it twisted. He didn't come for you to have a chicken in your pot. He didn't come for you to drive a big car. You can if you want. He didn't come for you to have everything you want. He came for one reason and one reason only. And that is to save us from our sins. Don't get it twisted. A lot of these folk name it and claim it, bag it and tag it. Got folk messed up. Tell the folk once you get saved, you won't have no more problem. That's a lie. You can be saved and sick. But he didn't come for you to be healed all the time. We ain't going to die with something. We're gonna die. We ain't going to die with it or from it. We're going to die with it. He didn't come to put a, a new car in every garage. He came for one reason only. He didn't come for you to be happy in your little bitty small world. He came to save us from our sins. Y'all going to help me? Look at your neighbor and say, don't get it twisted. Amen. Don't, don't think you're here because you've been so good. Y'all got it right in this song. Don't, don't get it twisted. Don't think you're here because you've been such a good person. Now we're here because of his grace and his mercy. Don't get it twisted now. Don't think God owes us anything. No, no, no. After many failed attempts, December 1903, Orville and Wilbur Wright finally got their flying machine off the ground. The airplane was born. In their eyes, they were excitement, so they sent a telegram to their sister, Catherine, and it simply said, flew 120 feet, will be home for Christmas. When Catherine saw it, she got the news. She ran to the newspaper editor and showed him the telegram. The editor glanced at it and said, how nice. The boys will be home for Christmas. He completely missed the message that the airplane was born. And there are a lot of people at church Sunday after Sunday completely missed the message that Jesus came to save you from your sins. A lot, a lot of people miss it. They miss it. They, they don't get it twisted. They keep thinking, no, he came for one purpose and one purpose only. And that is to save us. From, you want to know why some of these folks acting crazy? They not saved. Remember how you used to act before you guys saved. You acted crazy. Look at your neighbors and mm-hmm. Can anybody tell you nothing? Went to church when you wanted to. Amen. 
didn't pay attention to the preaching. You came for the preaching. See, for years, we, we finally got real the, the, the order of worship to keep people from looking down, writing on their program during the service, and then now they got cell phone texting. We can't, so I'm thinking I'm going to block it one Sunday. I don't think anybody can get the live. You have to block it so you just pay attention. If I get some of y'all pay attention, five minutes, the Lord will do something in your life. He, he's waiting on you. We try to make this thing so hard. No, he's waiting on you to say yes. He's already done the heavy lifting. Amen. He can save your marriage a day. All he wants you to do is say yes. He can deliver you from drinking whatever you are doing. He just wants you to say yes. Because he will never violate your will. There's nothing you're doing that's greater than the power of salvation. Amen. I got four or five hand claps because some of y'all trying to hold on to the world. You're trying to drink your margaritas and have mercy. <laughs> well, bless his name. Well, bless his name. Amen. You try to hold on to it, Lord. Take these things. Stop buying them. <laughs> Stop watching it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. He, he came. Don't get it twisted. If you want to be free, he'll set you free. If you want to love everybody, he'll, he'll give you the Holy Ghost and you can love everybody. But he's not going to violate your will. Bless his name. Three things he's going to lift up. Don't get it twisted. A lot of folk come, and then folk try to look funny at me like it's my fault. I'm preaching this good word and you, you talking. Ain't listening to nothing. And struggling. And what you need right here. Don't go to your doctor looking silly. The first thing your doctor going to ask you, you talking about doctor ain't getting no better. First thing I'm going to ask you, are you taking the medication? You said, no, I don't take it. He said, well, you dummy. You'll never get better. Sometimes you got to shake it before you take it. Amen. Well, bless his name. Three things. Amen. Don't get it twisted. No, 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 no. <laughs> Amen. Well, bless me. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Now, don't think you're getting over on God. Don't think God don't know what you're doing. Don't get it twisted. Don't think God don't God can't make it without us. <laughs> well, you can tell folk who understand the grace of God, make them grateful. Because God had to do nothing for God. Don't need us. Amen. Now, why when you get it, you start thinking, thank you. I don't deserve to be here. Thank you. I'm glad everybody don't know what I used to do. Thank you. I'm glad everybody don't know what I'm thinking right now. Thank you. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Look at your neighbors and don't get it twisted. Whatever you have, God gave it to you. Oh, you did finish, Kylie, but who gave you the sense? Right here, right here, look here. That was, first of all, verses 18 and 19, look at Joseph's dilemma. Somebody say dilemma. Dilemma is a word that comes from a difficult or perplexing situation or problem. You see, he was espoused to Mary. Uh, espousement was equivalent to being married. In the Jewish custom, uh, before they... Uh, got, before they consummated, they were already married, but they were not living together. They were considered husband and wife. 
And if she or he was unfaithful, it was considered adultery. But unlike in America, they were not living together. I get so sick and tired of young folk coming to me already shacking up and want some marital help. Well, bless his name. Don't get it twisted, honey. If he laying up with you, he ain't going to marry you. Well, bless his name. I, know, I, t I told a young lady yesterday, I was just born 50 years too soon. Didn't have to do nothing. Just look at some of these sisters and they start undressing. Hey, I just asked your name. Ain't it? Oh. Don't get it twisted. Every man that has sex with you don't mean he want to marry you and take care of you. It was a spouse. All this craziness we doing and we wonder why marriage is all jacked up. We men are not women. The feminist movement tried to make us women. We not. I'm a man. I'm a man down to my bones. I don't act like a woman. I don't feel like a woman. I'm a man. <laughs> That's why right here, look right here. Look at Joe. Look at look at Joseph. And but while he thought on these things, look at look at Joseph. He had he had a he was a just man. A thinking man, see, and, 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 and men, we do, we're logical, left side logical. Women are full brain. They use their whole brain more than us men. Never, I told y'all a few weeks ago, women are more, the, the modern radar come from a woman. A woman can just walk in and just scan the room. Just, mm, That's right. Amen. Amen. A woman just got radar. That's right. That's where modern radar come from. A woman can tell you because she's emotional. She uses her feelings. We mean a left side logic. That's why men don't ask your wife what she thinks. Ask her what she feels. And women don't ask your husband what he feels because we men have a problem with our feelings. We just can't ask him what he thinks. Left side logical. See, got to make sense to us. See, and that man looking at you, you having sex with him, not married to you. Left side logic. If you'll give it to me, we not married. That means, well, bless his name. Amen. While he thought on these things. Amen. So Joseph had a dilemma. Amen. You ought to do some thinking. Young people, think before you act. Stop talking noise to your parents. You don't have nowhere to go. I have to remind my granddaughter sometimes. Listen, you here because I'm saved. Don't, don't be, I'm paying these bills. Don't talk no trash to me. Where you gonna go? Amen. Before you slap a policeman, you better think it through. Now, if I, if I slap Officer Johnson, <laughs> now, is my insurance paid up? And you can see there's, a whole, there's not a whole lot of thinking going on, even in the White House, even in Congress. Thank God for thinking men. If you married to a thinking man, you all say, thank God. I thank God for this man. 
He's a thinking man. And when you think, it make you thankful. He was a just man. And, and, then, and then look at Joseph's dream, verses 22, 23. Look at Joseph's dream. He, dreamed, he had a dream. But we still need some dreamers. Dr. King talked about he had a dream and I, I'm afraid sometime in the black community a dream has turned into a nightmare. We, we stop dreaming. We stop dreaming about possibilities. We stop dreaming about the future. We stop dreaming about what could be. And we hung up with mediocrity. Start dreaming. Young people, keep your dream. Don't let nobody rain on your parade. Have a dream to finish college. Have a dream to own your own business. Have a dream to accomplish something in life. Don't get caught up with the mediocrity of the community. Had a dream. Angel appeared to him in a dream. Anytime God angel appeared, you got two kinds of angels. You got God's angels, you got Satan angels. Satan angels are demons. You got to be careful. People said, got to be careful to make sure any time an angel of God appears to you, they're going to tell you what God said. I've had people come to me and say, I had a dream, Pastor. Well, if it's not in the book, it's not from God. If it's not in his word, Joseph Smith had a dream. <laughs> and look what now come with the Mormon church. You better make, any time an angel of the Lord appears, whatever he says is going to be confirmed in the word of God. He told, he told Joseph, fear not. I mean, uh, uh, that have found favor with God. Hell, he told, that what the archangel told Mary. See, anytime the angel appeared, the first thing he said is fear not. Because I don't care how tough you think you are. You let an angel, you see an angel. I know some of y'all sit up in here, don't say nothing like y'all tough. You wake up tomorrow morning, an angel stand over your bed. <laughs> Amen. You think you rough. A lot of us men, we think we tough. We gotta, like we don't, you see an angel. You use every depend in the county for it's over. You be the, hey, bring me five more. Man. That's right. You think you tough. You see an angel standing over. And every time an angel appeared, he always say, fear not. See, Satan uses fear. Either we are living in faith or we are living in fear. And it's fear that gives rise to our uh, anxieties, our phobias, and all of this stuff. But we got to walk and live by faith. That's why a lot of folk don't attempt anything, the fear of failure. That's why a lot of people just sit in their seats, don't try to do nothing at church. The fear that somebody's going to laugh at you. Well, somebody's going to laugh at you, I don't care what you do. Somebody always going to laugh. I don't care always somebody. And they're not doing nothing, but they can find all the fault in everything you're doing. Stop living in fear. For God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Stop living in fear. That's why, that's why a lot of folk doing all this crazy stuff. Fear. Angel said fear not. And that's why a lot of churches don't do nothing to fear failure. You know, we, we didn't have fear of St. James. We got out of the boat. Forty years ago, I walked away from my teaching job because I had faith in God. Fear not. Tell your neighbor, fear not. See, what's wrong with most people, why you'll never get better is until you deal with your fear. What are you afraid of? What are you, what really keep you up at night? Amen. 
God have conquered our fears. You don't live in fear. If you do, you'll be always living in anxiety. That's why, that's why the angel always said, fear not. That's why a lot of people don't preach. The fear of people don't say nothing. The fear that people may get quiet <laughs> while you're preaching. <laughs> That's why a lot of young folk now they don't get married. The fear of divorce. My mom and dad got divorced, so probably. That's why some folk don't go to the doctor. The fear of it could be cancer. I don't want to know. I ain't going. I ain't going to go. But God says, fear not. For we walk by faith not by sight. The angel said that which is born in her is of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say the Holy Ghost. Thank, thank God for the ministry of the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that convinced us and convicted us that we were lost. It's the Holy Ghost that led us to Christ. It's the Holy Ghost that baptized us into the body of Christ. It is the Holy Ghost that controlled our tongues. We want, we want to tell folk to go to hell. It's the Holy Ghost that's sanctifying us and changing us from the inside out. Thank God for the ministry of the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. That's why you're not still drinking whatever you used to do. Whatever you used to do, it didn't go out of business. You had to pass it on the way to church. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. What's wrong with a lot of these marriages? That's why I keep telling y'all start praying with each other. Y'all don't need Luther and Victoria's Secret. You and your husband and your wife, I'll get on y'all knees and say, God, fill us with the Holy Ghost. That's, that's the power you need. If you're single and having a hard time living holy, being single, ask God, God, fill me with your Holy Ghost. If people are getting on your last nerve and before you lose it, you ought to ask God, God, fill me with your Holy Ghost. Yes, sir, that power, that power, that power, that power of the Holy Ghost keeps us from going crazy keep us from losing our minds he said that which is conceived of the Holy Ghost and she shall bring forth the son and thou shalt call his name not Billy Bobby but call his name Jesus and he shall save his people from the only way people are going to be saved is through Jesus he is the only one that can turn sinners into saints he is the only one that makes us act something. It is the power of the Holy Ghost. Now see, women don't understand this because women by nature are good. Women by nature are sweet. Women by nature are giving. Women by nature are caring. Women by nature generally are more concerned than us men. See, you don't really tell. You don't really know if a woman saved or not because by nature they are sweet. They are kind. They bring home stray dogs and cats. They don't want to kill nothing. They bring home stray men. That's how they... I mean, women by nature. I told a brother the other night, if I ask for a love offering right now, women going to give more than men because men, we see, we hard-hearted. 
See, I can tell when a rascal been saved because we start smiling. I can tell when a rascal been saved because he started tithing. I can tell when a rascal been saved because he started treating his wife better. He started giving her money. He stopped being so rough on her. He started hugging and kissing her when he don't want. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. That's why your husband will love you because we can't love our wives without the Holy Ghost. You can't live for Christ without the power of the Holy Ghost. And that's what he said. That's why that was some of you saints, y'all struggling. You've been saved, you're still struggling with the flesh because you're not living in the power of the Holy Ghost. That which conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Joseph, Joseph dream. Then finally, uh, look at Joseph's decision. Verses 24, 25, Joseph had to make a decision. Like all of mankind, sooner or later, we have to make a decision about God. Are we going to obey him? Or are we going to keep doing our same old thing? Joseph made a decision. Your destiny rests on the choices that you make. Your destiny and your deliverance is determined by the decision you make. To obey God and the word of God will give us power for this life. Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the Lord had told him to do. Obedience is the key to our blessings. Let me say that again. You write it down. You can tweet this to somebody. Write it down. Put it on your forehead. Write it down. Put it on your... Obedience is the key to our blessings. That's why a lot of saints not being blessed, they don't obey God. We, we want to be rich, but we don't want to tithe. We want God to meet us, but we don't even come to prayer meeting. We don't even have time to pray during the week. And then on Sunday morning, you give me 30 minutes and want me to thaw you out. And you've been living in a spiritual deep freeze all week. I'm not Jane Brown. I didn't come to make you feel good. You better bring something to get something. And, and, and when you obey God, the obedience of us open the door for the blessings of God. You'll never get blessed, brother, if you don't treat your wife right. You'll never get blessed, sister, if you don't be in submission to your own husband. You'll never get blessed financially until you bring all the tithes into the storehouse. And Joseph, away from his sleep, obeyed God. Samuel said in 1 Samuel 15, 22, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. Mary told the men in John 2 5 whatever he says unto you do it the, the apostle said in Acts 5 29 Peter said it is better to obey God rather than man thus the Messiah King was born the eternal one in a time the omnipotent became a tiny infant the Lord of glory veiled himself in a human body. And he in him dwelled all of the fullness of the Godhead. So if you want to be blessed today, stop going your way. 
and start going the way God says to go. If you want God to bless you, there's no other blessing plan in town but the obedience to the word of God. You can shake it and fake it if you want to, but you'll never be blessed until you do what the Lord said do. If you're living together, go and get married. God ain't going to bless no mess. If you shacking up, shacking up will tear you down. But if you obey God, God will give you the victory. Uh, it's in the word of God. Mo uh, Joseph obeyed God and took Mary and his wife and knew her not until she had bought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. See, you see, uh, the reason why some of you are not being blessed because you don't want to be obedient to God. You want to obey what you want to obey. You want to come when you want to come. You want to give what you want to give. And I stopped by to tell you before Christmas this morning that you'll never be blessed until you line up totally with the word of God. Joseph did what the Lord told him to do. And, and she brought forth her son and called his name Jesus. Yes, Shakespeare, you got it wrong. There is power in a name. Yes, sir, there are over 63 names of God in the Bible. Emmanuel means God with us. Uh, Jehovah Rapha uh, I am he that healeth thee uh, Jehovah Jireh I am he who will provide uh, Jehovah Shalom uh, I am the Lord of peace uh, Jehovah Nisi uh, I am the Lord of our banner uh, Jehovah Shabbat uh, the God of power his name is Jesus when you're feeling down you ought to shout out that name there's nothing to Billy there's nothing to Bobby there's nothing to Donald but I double dog dare you to call out his name Jesus I dare you to call on his name when you're depressed when you're crying you can still call on that name power in that name power in that name power in that name power in the name of Jesus may God bless you don't get it twisted his name is Jesus his name his name is Jesus power in that name whatever you need is in that name power Jesus, don't get it twisted. He's able 
He was born in the Bethlehem. He was able. You see, Pastor Odom, uh, a whole lot of people uh, want to keep him in the manger. Uh, but he didn't come uh, just to be born in a manger. Uh, he came to save us uh, from our sins. Uh, and you can't have deliverance uh, without Calvary. He died uh, on a rugged crawl, uh, buried in a borrowed tomb. Uh, and the reason we could shout for joy is that early Sunday morning early Sunday morning early early Sunday morning he rolled that's why there's power in that name I dare to call it you can't call it in a row without something happening in your spirit you can't say Jesus if you are saved now if you are not saved it don't mean nothing to you but if you say that name mean power for the hour yes 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 in that name bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name hey I've been preaching publicly for 48 years but he called me to preach when I was 8 years old and now I'm 68 so that means for 60 years I've been calling that name Jesus and I've seen the lightning flash and I've heard the thunder roll but there's power in that name don't get it twisted it's not about you thank you praise dancer we come to worship him he is the server of all of our praise if we had 10,000 tongues and lived 10,000 years we couldn't praise him enough what's his name his name is Jesus Job horse part in the valley jail. Whatever I need, and I shall call his name Jesus, for he shall. Can't nobody else do it. He shall. I said, Can't nobody else do it. He shall. Can't nobody else do it. He shall. Can't nobody else do it. He shall. Can't nobody else do it. Save his people. I know that I've been changed. I know he laid his hand on me. Jesus. Yes. Don't get it twisted. You can change. But only in that name and listen i'm not preaching trying to convince myself i already know that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly 
above all we can ask or think how do you know his name and he's not black or white his name he's not democrat or republican his name his name is jesus and he shall save his people from their sin he's the only one that can save and to be saved doesn't mean you're perfect it means you've been forgiven we all stumbling and bumbling towards eternity but as you grow in Christ you want to become a disciple 